Yo, 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 yo. Holla, holla at your boy. I'm in the building. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's kick it off. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Eagle's Nest. It's Aiko, the Eagle, and there's a special guest in the building. Everybody, one time, my brother, Martin. Thank you. Thank you, uh, the Eagle. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. Yay. It's been a long time coming. It's been a yeah. long time coming. <laughs> you are hard to lock down. I have to say, it's a lockdown, but you are hard to pin down, bros. What's good? What's good? <laughs> well, you know, I'm a busy man. I got moves to make. I'm always on the move. You always know, on a lot the of move. things to do. I'll give Absolutely. you Absolutely. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a busy couple of years with everything that's going on. So yeah, it's it's been quite uh, you know all over the place. But I'm glad I'm here today, and uh, well, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, how is the podcast doing? It's doing good. It's doing good. It's doing yeah. good. Uh, we've had, um, I think we're now twentieth episode now. Can you believe twentieth episode? Wow. Yeah. Oh, um, got several guests lined up. Chloe's had a few. Had had one on. Planning to bring a few more on. I've got you. I've got okay. another guest coming later in the week. So it's on and popping. Fantastic. It's on and popping, bros. <laughs> C'est bien. Nice. Oui, 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 oui. So, we recently, I think yeah. just over a year ago, we caught up in Paris. And yes. we had some interesting conversations. We talked about growing up. Obviously, we're the siblings who I follow you. And we talked about just growing up yeah. um, and becoming into who we are today. Different influences we've had, the different experiences we've had. And what we realized yeah. is, though we grew up in the same household, we each had different experiences. All of us, but that's yeah. that's going to be the case. But the fact that I'm a girl and younger, and you're a guy and older, that's different schools, different. So going to be a different experience. But I wanted to bring you on to chat about just growing up. You know, here we are now. We're over thirty. Um, life is different, and I want to just pick your brain because I'm doing uh, a lot of talks on self. You know, mind, okay. emotion, spirit, talent, and I wanted to see what your journey has been. Tell us a bit about yourself. Who is Martin? How old is Martin? What's Martin doing? Take us back. Take us back. Okay. Okay. So who is Martin? So that's a tricky question. I have many sides to me, but okay. um, I'm Martin Mundua. You know my name. I'm a marketer, professional marketer, strategy okay. consultant, management consultant. That's my hey. profession. One time, one time, one time. Yes. Hey. 34 years of age, life <laughs> enthusiast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was a simple guy. Um, yeah, traveler, explorer. Um, yeah, I do quite a bit actually. I've been working for eight years. I spent most of my uh, study years in Uganda, as you know that. Yep. And I was briefly in Malaysia for my undergrad. I came back mm-hmm. to Uganda where I was working in marketing in different industries for about yep. six years before I yep. went to France for my postgrad studies. So I ended up in France, um, did an MBA, um, then started another master's in digital marketing. Uh-huh. Um, and midway that master's, I paused that and went to the Philippines to do a management consulting project. I spent eight months in Manila in 2018 uh-huh. and then came back to France Went to Lagos for a short time, came back to France again, and uh, that's when we met. I think that was the same year we met 
no that that was the year before we met yeah yeah then yeah basically went finished my second masters uh and yeah i'm basically a work a uh, work workaholic i don't have a very good work i, I mean my, it's all jumbled up for me i don't have a work okay. life balance okay i work quite a bit <laughs> Hang on, is it something that we're proud of is it something that we're working through is this like accepting this part of you is it good is it bad talk to me about that bit right there uh, it's not i wouldn't say it's bad but it's not good either you know as i've grown up i realized mm-hmm. that balance is important balance mm-hmm. is quite important in life you know mm-hmm. so there's more to life than just making it as the lord has been showing me he had to slow yeah. me down because that was affecting my health i started to get some health issues here and there okay uh, you know you need healthy relationships as well to, Real. to, to keep Real. A, yeah to, to keep a good uh, to keep a good head so it's not i'm working on it We've, i've made progress yeah um but yeah we're getting there pretty much i started my own consultancy business after my okay. postgrad studies okay uh, i was very excited to kick that off but what happened was you know around around the same time i was kicking that off we had the pandemic coming yeah uh, and that threw a spanner in the works so um i was working with a client it's another client okay. in southeast asia and a okay. business partner in germany and um it just became very hazy because yeah. the project was in early okay. stages of development and mm-hmm. you know the pandemic came and there was lockdowns and everything so yeah it just kind of took me back to the starting the point, back board. to the basics back to the drawing board i had to come i had to because the the client kind of put the project on hold indefinitely mm-hmm. my business partner went a different direction so i went back to the drawing board and i think gotcha. uh, that's the journey i've been on up until okay. this point it's been a lot of redefinition realignment yeah redefinition yeah uh trying to come out with a new self so when you ask me who's martin mm-hmm. you know You're evolving i hear you i'm yeah. evolving yeah yeah i'm evolving so that the, the crux of the podcast is growing so i want us to go back to growing up i want us to see yeah. what would you say are the biggest lessons that are carrying you through to today in your upbringing you're growing up yeah um i believe the biggest lesson that i learned growing up was simplicity and okay humility. okay you know being grounded we were raised in a in a humble setting we mm-hmm. didn't have a lot and we didn't have too little either yeah and you know that makes you able to adapt to different situations which is very very important in life as you navigate things keep changing so being able to be flexible to different scenarios because you're humble you come from that humble setting our parents were very keen on for instance sending us to government schools yeah. instead of private schools um there had to be that accountability even simple yeah. things like you know uh, if you ask for a new pair of sneakers you have to show the old one so from a young age i, I always knew that you know life is not some fairy tale it's not like <laughs> no ask, that's right <laughs> it's not like ask and receive and that was a very good grounding for me i've been yeah. able to I've been able to adapt to situations life because of that training that we yeah. got from home that you know that humility and we grew up in a very simple home you know we yeah. had all our cousins there grow up with us yeah. you know we were all kids in the house we shared everything which is yeah. really nice you know yeah 
Um, so that was been very important. Um, another one I would say is the uh, the discipline. You know, the discipline that we got growing up. You know, mom was really tough. You know, she she made sure you're straight on, on the straight and narrow all the time. <laughs> Uh, those rules, you know, you don't break the rules oh, or you get no. broken. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know what uh, I was remembering? I remembered her little notes on the fridge and 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 and, and <laughs> but oh, yeah, do the yeah. dishes on time. <laughs> uh, yeah, do the do the dishes on time or you get your head bashed in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that kind of thing. So you learn discipline you know discipline is important in life i had yeah. a lot of discipline That's in true. my life it's helped me accomplish a lot a lot a lot i've been disciplined like since i left home i had i moved out and lived on my own so mm-hmm. now you have freedom yeah to do whatever you want but yeah. you know you're disciplined you, yeah you're, you're aligned and then you you have bills to pay you have to keep your house clean and orderly i'm a freak yeah. about cleanliness simply because you know that's what i was taught um, mm-hmm. uh, growing up and, and and although dad was never around most of the time because of the nature of his work mm-hmm. uh, when he was around he did have a, an impact on me because he would assign certain tasks he needed done to me and only me and no one else could do it and i, okay. and I had to do it to, to perfection so small things like helping him helping him get ready for work and mm-hmm. um, making sure he had all the logistics in place, cleaning his music system. You remember oh, that the one? music system. You guys used to drop my Saturday morning snooze before <sighs> early morning blasting of the music. <laughs> Not the music of Lingala, to be specific. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yes, Yeah, those were the days, man. Those were the days, I have to say. Yeah, so that discipline, you know, um, I, I'm really grateful for that training, and that's really helped me a lot in my adult years. Yeah, uh, yeah, those two, there's not too much to life once you have discipline, mm. and humility, I yeah, think and you the can flexibility, most, you can do, yeah, you can do most things in life. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You know what's interesting when you say about having to make it into government schools, when I look back, I, I just think that there was there was never we weren't given any option. You just knew you had to do, get the grade to get you into the government school. And from there, you had to get the grade to get into the next government school. It wasn't a case of, oh, there's a plan B. You just knew you had to merit. <laughs> That's... Yo, me, I wanted to go to private school. when I, I know, I remember one. this. Tell us a bit about all that. All my friends, <laughs> yeah, all my friends went to Vienna. They went to Cambodia. Cambodia you know, yeah. I wanted to go to... I wanted to go to those schools. Next thing I know, I found myself halfway across the country in Weary. Yeah. Like, What's going on here? It's a dry place with no trees. Dust. Yeah, dust. I know with you know a lot of weird stuff going on up there, but it was fun anyway. Um, had knock life, you know. You, yeah. For a bit of context you, for the listeners who don't know what what, yeah. what we mean when we swim Weary is. It was a government school that was uh, was very far from the city we lived in. So it was like, what, two towns away? Two? Was... Like 10 towns away from the border. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I just took forever. I probably came to see you in that school maybe something like once because it was just so far. Like you drove hours yeah. and hours and hours to get there. It was a bit dusty. And, and... it was a single boarding boys yeah. school. Yeah. You see. 
single boarding boys school so you can imagine all the bullying that goes on in there yeah i remember the first day i was dropped off in school and mm. uh i put my stuff on my bed and uh, you know i went out to say goodbye to the to mom then who dropped me and by the time i came back it was my first day i kid you not my suitcase was wide open and all my stuff was gone <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> that was the welcome What? i got oh uh, my yeah gosh. yeah yeah and these guys had driven off so they had to come a few days later and bring me other stuff more stuff wow so yeah it was a rough school but you know you 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 learn the ropes you learn how to survive yeah i guess that was part of my journey i had mm. i couldn't go around it i tried to leave the school but you know um I had to stay for four years. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I went through that But, exact same experience. I tried to leave Nabi Sunsar as well. Like two two years in, I was like, "Yo, I'm out, I'm out." And <laughs> I got yeah, a message I mean, back from Dad saying, "You need to stick it out. We're not coming to get you." <laughs> I know. I know. So yeah, it was a sort of it was it was interesting growing up today because when you look back. Um, these things really shape you they teach you to stick things out and that um, it, it comes to pass you know it does you know um, your parents not letting you have your way all yeah time. yeah uh, teaching you that you can't always have your wish you know you, this is what we're going to give you and you have to learn to take what what you get yeah um Yeah, I got many lectures from dad sometimes about wanting to go to expensive schools. Yet the other guy, other, you know, some of our brothers and sisters who he has to go through school as well. Mm-hmm. So that that was the training I'm talking about. So you yeah. have to stick it out. You have to be brave. And eventually, I think also going through a school like that, I guess um, it teaches you things, like you said. Uh, in Mwiri, you had to kind of survive. The school was lawless. There was no fence around the school. Kids used oh to leave the school anytime. Oh, my gosh. Um, you had, I mean, it, it was a jungle. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to apply yourself. Oh, you, you, know. had, you, had to, you had to apply yourself. If you had money, you had to know how to keep it to not get it, so it doesn't oh, get stolen. Yeah. If you had something nice, you had to know how to keep it. Anytime your suitcase could get broken, anytime you could get robbed. So <laughs> you, be- you became because... resourceful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because my experience, how I you see how you say yours was a jungle. Mine was a military. Right. Like harder since I did living a military school. of life. Yes. The interesting thing is when I tell the parents this is what happens, they wouldn't believe me. <laughs> and I was I was even a deceitful child growing up, I have to let you know. But they never believed me, you know? And I think that school really affected my sleep pattern. Because now I'm not really a morning person because all my years in that school, we had to wake up at hours like four and five to go running. Yeah. Like on, a, on a morning trot, we had to be in classes. What? Sometimes, say, yes, that's you brutal. Know? Brutal. Sometimes yeah. we had to be in class by something like 6 a.m. for lex for lessons. These are 14 year olds, 15 year olds, 16 years. And you bring them to class at oh my goodness. So it's yeah, yeah it was it was a military, but uh, it wasn't no jungle. <laughs> Now for us, if they ever made a program like that, we knew how to avoid that. So. You stay in the dormitory, but you 
you kind of conceal yourself so that you're not seen and mm. uh you know you for the right negotiations you get guys to take your name <laughs> like as if you were there <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> and that's resourcefulness you yeah. know so i really appreciate my time in really going to that school in the end yeah. i think i learned something yeah oh my gosh yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, obviously the um the fact that you know um your counterparts your other friends were in more private schools. You know, just living la vida loca and you couldn't compare notes because <laughs> you had to stick your jungle out. Yeah. Military out. Exactly. Uh, you just... know what? Yeah, um in those schools, I mean, most of the kids there, you know, they come from well of families but in a school like I went to mm. you'd meet kids from different cross sections yeah. um, of economic classes so you had yeah. kids who wouldn't get visited the whole the whole school time yeah. and their parents wouldn't come to see them so yeah. you know you, sh- you share with them on VD or you invite them to, to come and, and be with your family when your family yeah. visited so there was that brotherhood that, yeah. that you know you develop and you also appreciate life from their perspective like you, you learn to appreciate your situation because you really true. see someone struggle yeah you really, you really see someone then as much as you do but they're happy you know they're happy and they're yeah. good yeah so, so you learn not to you know you learn to be grateful and that exposure is good because on yeah. the other side uh you kind of live in you, you might you, you could live in a bubble like this is life this is yeah normal. yeah when you see another when you see your neighbor you know the kid who sleeps right next to you um have nothing I mean, have nothing, nothing yeah I mean, just come to school with a bar of salt and that's it yeah uh, yeah it kind of teaches you a thing about life it does and, it does and that and that grounds you like i learned from an early stage that you know uh there is no reason to feel there's no reason to feel privileged mm. you have to be grateful for what yeah. you have and you always have to be able to help others every in any way you can like because people really go through stuff you know yeah yeah that's real that, that was good training in the end it was against my will but it taught me something <laughs> yeah something. yeah i'm grateful that they they took me there yeah yeah, uh, I might have to agree. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade my secondary school years for anything. First of all, the characters you meet, the most interesting people um, ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and so then we had our own lingo. Like, we had our own, you know, it's, yeah, like you said, you just get creative with life. You make the most mm-hmm. of it. You see people, um, even just at the early stages of life, just making the most of life, you know. Um, in, yeah. in, in comedious way, is that a word? Comedious in funny ways, in self entertainment, in music, in arts. Yeah, um, good things came yeah. out of those schools. If I'm honest, would I do it again? That's a whole other story. Would I send my child to go through that? Heck to the no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I There's gotta the be other ways out here. <laughs> There has to be. I mean, I I appreciate it, but I wouldn't wish that on anyone. I but would that not said, wish that. Uh, the, you know, there's some tough lessons to teach kids. And yeah. You have to. You have. You still have to be able to do it. It's just that right now, those schools, yeah. those schools are not as good as they were in our time. Things have changed. Yeah. Um, and if I'm saying they were good in our time, in that situation, so imagine what it's like now. Yeah. 
the, the, the quality of education is not good and that's the main reason i wouldn't take them there but yeah i think yeah i think the aspect of discipline still has to be done in school and it does um, that's lost that's lost nowadays because it's yeah. mostly about it's com- it's commercial you know if you have money you take your kids to to these private schools where mm-hmm. the best teachers have come to teach because they mm-hmm. get good salaries but then it's just a bunch of spoiled kids who talk about all the fancy stuff they have at home and compare the cars their parents come to see them in yeah uh, yeah th- those schools are not they don't teach something either that's just my humble opinion anyway. <laughs> <laughs> some kids went to the school, hey, they turned out well, but I went to when I went to university and I met some of the guys who went to these private schools, mm-hmm. many of them uh, many of them had they didn't have grounding. They couldn't some guys well, couldn't yeah. cook for themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. They didn't have the life skills, I, I suppose what you're saying, yeah, to um, get through life much later yeah. in life, yeah. To, to adapt, to adapt. To adapt, <laughs> okay, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, challenges so come to me, everyone, yeah. To everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, see, if I run out of pocket money, I knew better than to call home and say I ran out of pocket money. I had to wait for the next... <laughs> really? Uh, oh, my goodness. Visitation, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so now I'm with guys who just call home and they get money every time. Yeah. But, you know, I was resourceful. Yeah. You know, I would yeah. um, I would find a friend of mine. We would like play video games for money, or we would find ways to just make small money here and there. So, yeah. But even I wasn't a, even I wasn't a spendthrift. You know, you manage within what you have. You, I never find myself calling for money before the scheduled date. You know. Mm, Try to think so those, back if I ever did as well. Yeah. I don't think so, but mine was I never I never really used to eat when I look back. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a funny one, but yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you just slept. You never used to eat or do <laughs> I anything. Never to, I never used to. Eat. I wonder how I used to get through school actually, because I never liked my grub. Funny enough, well, we had good. We had good grub. Um, mm. I never liked my grub. I never liked canteen food I, I was anyway i was thick skinny back then i just never liked the food and i hated well, yeah we learned how to make we learned how to make spaghetti in a, in a kettle oh, yeah yeah <laughs> uh, and guys would use uh sometimes a flat iron to fry an egg are you no, serious <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness guys you're hearing this this and is then, this is this is how people grow up in these schools uh, in uganda flat iron for food. eggs yeah, yeah, That's I would fry an egg on a flat and, and we had these coils, you know, these coils for boiling water. It's like a coil yes. and it heats up. Yeah, you just put it in water and then you do your millet porridge and your, your two buns or your chapati and you're done, like you're sorted. Hey, I remember this interesting story. So, my secondary school, when I went to to um, the senior secondary school, Budo, we had this. The funny thing is, that school wasn't even that strict, but there was a point where we started. Um, getting grasshoppers you know the grasshopper season right <laughs> yeah yeah and there was a time when um they were just flooding our lights outside and me and a couple of other friends actually caught grasshoppers fried them in a you know those sets for math the oxford sets yes on a flat, flat iron, iron. <laughs> what 
gosh. And Can I you see imagine? All these, and I see all these Budo kids driving around with bumper stickers on their cars. Oh, like, oh my God. It's a whole different life inside. But that was just a girl's end. Um, the guy's end was a lot more posher. They had their laptops, iPods. and But the girl's end was a, was a lot more basic. It was just simple people. Okay. Uh, yeah. Simple. <laughs> yeah. Especially those of us who came from other schools. We didn't have that. From other schools, yeah. yeah. We didn't have that Budonian pride. We were just... You know, Budonia, nigga, please. <laughs> <laughs> Budo in the building. Shout out to King's College. Gotcha, Limabaga. Oh, one time, one time. <laughs> so yeah, so I want us to pivot a bit. Yeah. To pivot a bit to where you find yourself today. What season do you think you are in? And what parts of yourself, you know, when, when you talk about the self, it's it's multidimensional. There's your spirit. There's your emotion. The emotional side. What what parts of you do you find yourself drawing on? What parts of you do you think um, are developing a lot in this season, especially? Yeah, um, good question. I think for everyone, this season has been um, a time of a lot of introspection, a time to you know to redefine yourself, to discover mm-hmm. yourself a bit mm-hmm. more. Yep. Uh, because you know the the ground under our feet just shifted. So for me, it's been a lot of the spiritual growth growth okay. this season. Mm-hmm. Um, after you know most of the things I was working on, I, you know I've always had a lot of ambition, a lot of yes. drive. But yep. after all that was just scraped off, and I couldn't see the horizon. I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way forward, you know, okay. in that situation of yeah. looking around and you're like, what do I do now? COVID yeah. hit you in lockdown. Yeah. You can't do this, you can't do that. You yeah. can't envision even the next six months. You're like, yeah. so what do we do? Do we just hold hands and sing Kumbaya? <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> what Kumbaya. do we do? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> what, oh I, what, what I've been, what I've been experiencing is a lot of spiritual growth. Okay. So, I, I started to take my spirit, spirituality more center. I started to put it more uh, in the center of mm-hmm. what I'm doing and everything that uh, everything that concerns my emotions, my okay. ambitions, everything I wanted. The spirituality had to come at the center of it. Um, I don't want to preach on the show or anything. I am born again. Go ahead, go ahead, though. Christ, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Preach. Uh, you know, a lot of people misunderstand what it means to be born again. I won't get into that today. Okay. Maybe another day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I found God. I think that's the term I should use. I found God. I spent a lot of time in my Bible study and I found that uh, life in itself is spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not physical. Yep. Uh, and everything that we see happening around us is happening because it already happened in the spiritual. Yep. So if you want to understand life, you have to be spiritual. You have to understand it from the spiritual angle. Uh, and obviously, I I, I, uh, I believe in God. I, mean, yeah. I believe in the Bible, the Holy Bible to be specific. I'm not Muslim <laughs> or Buddhist or Buddhist or yeah. in the universe. I don't know any of yeah. those things. So I believe, in, believe God, in the God of the Bible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So spiritual growth came at the center. I put everything aside uh, and I just started to seek uh, and I did find when I saw it. So yeah, yeah, that was to, a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I started to grow in my spiritual self, and that just changed 
how I look at everything. Yeah. Uh, what I valued, what I prioritized in my life. Yeah. Uh, I I started to understand the Bible much much better. I had some help, of course. Glory to God. I had some mm-hmm. help. I had some teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I did all that alone because wow. I was in Nice in the south of France for many months, just sitting in my apartment there, mm. uh, going through that process. Yeah. And. That's when God really spoke to me, really spoke wow. to me in my heart. And, and, and that spiritual growth started to become more pronounced in me. Mm-hmm. And I started to rebuild Martin myself okay. based on the spiritual guy. So out of this, wow. out of this, a lot of activities that didn't align with that had to leave. I had to push out a lot of things okay. uh, that, I, that I was doing before. Then I had, to, I had to start doing certain things, of course, like praying every day, mm. uh, medit- meditating, yep. having fellowship with friends. So I have yep. like friends who I have regular fellowships with, okay. so I was on the same train with that. So yeah, and now that it took a whole pandemic for God to get me to that point, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm more keen on projecting from that. So yeah, now I had to. Yeah, now I had to kind of rebuild everything. Even the business, the company wow. had started, changed in its approach drastically. Okay. Because of yeah, because of these changes that came up in me, the things I um, wanted to do changed. Yeah. So that's been my growth, uh, my growth process. And then I decided to leave Europe because, of course, I was there and. I wasn't getting any clients because of the pandemic and you know it's really expensive I was living in the south of France uh, in Nice um, where c'était la belle vie it was nice <laughs> man. it was exp- it was expensive I wasn't making any money I yeah mean, you can't sing kumbaya expect money to fall from the sky yeah, you gotta be practical <laughs> to, about it yeah yeah so I said to come back to Africa I said okay. to come to Nairobi Uh, beautiful where beautiful con- where i have some contacts and, yep uh, but i came back to africa uh, different more, more experience more perspective more grounding in my spiritual self uh, more determination and yeah that's been the journey that's, that's been that's been my journey up to today i'm still uh finding the ropes you know the marketplace is rough yep because it's been in and out of lockdown you start something and it, you know at some point it holds because you know infections are change, yeah. yeah so and it's been rough but you know I, i believe that that's just meant to increase my faith uh, yeah it's meant to refine my faith like gold i mean you have I to think... move by faith today no one knows what's going to happen yeah or not no one can foresee the future even if they like many people like to believe they can but you you have to live by faith so everything you i'm do. doing is by faith right now yeah. you do so what i'm hearing you say is that over the last season you've moved to being from your spirit um absolutely his faith is is in the spirit it's it's a, it's an activity of the, it's a way of life of the spirit And I think what you're saying is that um, that dimension of you has become sharper and that's now influencing all the other areas, you know, and it's where you um, are launching from um, your spirit, absolutely. your spirit man, which I think is incredible. 
absolutely absolutely so yeah yeah dynamically change my approach down to how i live i spend my time what i eat um what i drink who i spend time with every Mm -hmm. single detail Mm -hmm. you know come on i had to put under scrutiny that's in preparation for the things that um that are coming so it's good i mean um i was knocked off my path and a totally different path yeah I'm excited to see uh, what's going to come. Uh, what's going to mm-hmm. come in here? It's not been without challenges, of course. It's not been yeah, without challenges. Yeah. That's it. Um, but you work through them. I mean, God gives you His he grace, uh, puts His puts His spirit on you. You get wiser. Yep. Uh, and you're able to navigate those challenges. So I hope it's been the same experience for most people out there. Yeah. Yeah. It was either it was either that or it took you down. You got depressed. Yeah, or it took you out. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. So, um, if it had to be one, maybe two, if you have it in you, I know you do. One life lesson that you leave us with in this episode before we come back and talk about the professional side and marketing and and then you know a business startup and all that kind of thing one life lesson that you want to leave with the listeners at the ego's nest what would that be well i would say one of the most important things i've learned is uh be a good learner in life mm-hmm. be able to be able to learn mm. be able to take in information yeah and, and experiences and mistakes <clears throat> and everything that uh is going on around you not just in your life but in the yeah. lives of those around you and yeah that's beautiful and learn and learn uh what i mean by learning is uh, filter out the lesson and apply it to your life mm-hmm. to become better in whatever aspect. Yeah. You know, um, I personally have learned from the mistakes of others yeah. that made me avoid uh, making those mistakes myself mm-hmm. uh, in different areas. So, um, you know, maybe I've, to give an example, when it comes to maybe relationships, yeah. uh, I've learned from you know the mistakes of 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 of, of, of people who are close to me, like yeah. the way they handle it and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, to not make the same mistakes in, or to go about it differently in yeah. my own life. So I'm always looking out for information. I'm always mm-hmm. looking out for a learning in everything that goes on around me. Yeah. I observe people. I observe what kind of results they're getting in life. I observe mm-hmm. the good and the bad as well. Yep. I'm always trying to learn something. I think for mm. me, if you can, if you can learn, you get closer to hitting the mark at living a more fulfilling life. And because I'm always looking to learn, I learned quickly when things started to go bad. Or even I started to learn before things started to go bad that yeah. life is spiritual. Yeah. Like I see some people who are spiritual. And I see some people who are not, and I see how things go for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I start to, uh, I start to make I your deductions. To, yeah, I started to make my deductions and realize yeah. that uh, you have less turmoil in your life if you depend on God and if yeah. you know Him and if 
Uh, and if you don't, it can go extremely bad for you. It can yeah. go well, but you just never know what you're going to get. Yeah. So that's how I, that's how I shifted my approach to life. Mm-hmm. I, I started to seek God. So that's a very important thing in life. And it's going to become even more important as we go forward because the yeah. world is changing so fast. Yeah. You cannot stick to what you knew or what you think. Open up your mind, listen to people, even mm-hmm. if they don't think like you, even if they don't believe like you, mm-hmm. listen to them, mm-hmm. sit with them, listen to them, even if you yeah. don't agree from your yeah. heart. Learn, learn something, learn something. So that's, that's my biggest life lesson, I would say. I like that because, you know, we don't have, when I think about the lifespan of a person, we don't have enough days to go through every single experience and recover. We don't have that kind of time in this life. So you have to learn. You have to look at another person's experience because they've lived that experience and let that be like your experience, you know? So that way, you know, you can just take in more experiences in your lifespan and make your life just richer from what other people are going through. That's why I like to keep a diverse circle, if I'm honest, um, because different life experiences enrich you in different ways and different inputs in fact there's that scripture that says i'm not trying to preach now but <laughs> it says in a multitude of counselors there is safety and it says do not go to war without wise counsel which i think the next yes. several days several i don't want to say several years but the, the coming years are just going to be years of, of, of i don't want to say war but you need the wise counsel especially the counsel of god but also wise people around you giving you um input just to just for consideration if only for consideration even for consideration that's beautiful thank you thank you so much so what we're saying ladies and gents is keep living from your spirit if you haven't tapped into your spirit tap into your spirit your spiritual side of yourself get in touch with god let him light up your spirit and let that permeate every other part of yourself and live from that angle not from your emotions not from what you can see but from your spirit lit by christ jesus so the next episode we're going to be talking to martin about um brands and marketing and bootstrapping (laughs) in the game (laughs) um stay tuned for that in episode two thanks for joining us martin we'll speak to you in the next um, episode thank you so much um thank you for having me and looking forward to that next episode